Hey, it's Callie, and you're listening to a special episode of the Hippie Haven podcast. If this is your first time listening here, I release a new episode every Wednesday where I interview experts and everyday people about living an ethical and eco-friendly lifestyle. Our top three most listened to episodes are number 10, How to Go Zero Waste with Katherine Kellogg of GoingZeroWaste.com, number 21, Secondhand Shopping with Alyssa of Live Planted, and number 16, 12 Steps for a Waste-Free Life in One Year with Polly Barks of Green Indie Blog. If you haven't listened to those yet, I highly recommend that you add them to your playlist as they've got tons of great zero waste tips. Now, I've been wanting to start doing special bonus episodes as well, a bit shorter and more personal than our usual Wednesday interviews, and also unedited, so please forgive me if I mess up here or there. Some big stuff happened in the sustainability field this week that seemed like a great topic to cover in my first bonus episode. Since you're listening to my podcast, I assume you're into the zero waste movement, which means you very likely heard the recent news about the launch of Loop. Loop is a program with the mission of eliminating the idea of waste by creating returnable, refillable packaging for common consumer items like Coca-Cola soda, Pampers diapers, Axe deodorant, Haagen-Dazs ice cream, and dozens of other popular products. But if you've heard about Loop, you've probably also heard people talking about if it's really as good as it's being made out to be. My friends Polly of Green Indie Blog and April, aka Zero Waste Dork, just did an IG Live today where they discussed how they felt about it, and I wanted to share my own thoughts here as well. What Loop is, in my near-professional opinion, is greenwashing. It reminds me of when Starbucks announced that they're ditching plastic straws and then introduced a new sippy cup lid that actually uses more plastic to manufacture than a straw would. Zero waste is about so much more than just packaging. It's about more than plastic. Zero waste is about using sustainable ingredients, ethical production, consuming less, valuing what you have, etc. The products offered via Loop are the exact same products that have been available in our grocery stores and supermarkets for decades, just now packaged in cutesy Instagrammable containers. The products are from huge global monopolies, for example, Nestle, which uses unsustainable palm oil, they use child labor in their cocoa production, and they continue to illegally bottle water in drought conditions. Procter & Gamble, Procter & Gamble, ugh also uses unsustainable palm oil as well as selling products that contain known carcinogens, that's things that cause cancer, and reproductive toxins. PepsiCo was accused of human rights violations in India in 2016, and Unilever accused of complicity in illegal rainforest destruction in 2017, and they're a member of two corporate lobby groups that lobby for free trade at the expense of the environment, animal welfare, human rights, and health productions. By the way, I got those company facts from Polly's fantastic in-depth post about Loop on her blog, which is www.greenindieblog.com if you want to read that as well. And on the topic of these huge companies, let's talk about their CEO's annual salaries. In 2016, the CEO of PepsiCo took home, wait for it, over $26 million dollars. Nestle's CEO took over um, $11 million, and Unilever CEO banked over $9 million. That is significantly more money than most of us will ever see in our entire lifetimes, and that was their yearly salary. And keep in mind, too, that the average employee for one of those three companies makes $75,000 a year, and that 
is only counting their corporate employees. That doesn't even include the people who grow or harvest the ingredients they use. It doesn't include support staff and contractors who service their factories and offices either. So Loop isn't necessarily accessible to low-income families. It costs a little bit extra for the packaging deposit, which is refundable if you return them. And there's the shipping cost too, if you don't buy enough to qualify for the free shipping. It's not helping people in rural areas or people living in food deserts. It's launching in New York City and Paris this May with plans to expand to London, Tokyo, Toronto, and San Francisco later, all of which already have multiple bulk, bulk stores, innovative companies, and nonprofit organizations working to bring sustainability to their communities. So far, Loop doesn't seem to be doing anything to prioritize areas that don't already have access to refillable slash unpackaged goods, besides a casual mention of hoping to someday integrate with Amazon. Another thing to think about in regards to accessibility, not just geographical accessibility, but physical accessibility. Loop could definitely be beneficial to people with limited mobility or people who are homebound and unable to go buy these products at the grocery store, but how heavy are the boxes? How bulky are they? Is someone with limited mobility or limited strength going to be able to pick these boxes up and bring them in from their doorstep? Are the containers themselves openable by, say, somebody with arthritis in their hands or someone with only one hand? We cannot cater only to able-bodied people. I couldn't find any information on how the containers themselves were made. For example, if they were made already, like using already recycled materials. And the Loop press release notes that each container is made to last about 100 uses, saying only that at the end of life, containers will be recycled by TerraCycle, whose CEO is the mastermind behind this entire Loop endeavor. But it fails to say exactly how they'll be recycled, what they'll be recycled into, if 100% of the materials will be recycled or only some of it, etc. One quote in particular that caught my eye was from TerraCycle's Director of Product and Process Development, Rick Zoltner, who said that if packages are reused at least 10 times, they are probably still better for the environment than single-use plastics but that TerraCycle still needs to complete its beta tests to make sure their hypothesis is correct. Um, okay. Plus, they admit that carbon emissions from trucking and other factors could outweigh the environmental benefits of Loop if packages are only reused a few times or if the transportation system is too spread out. Companies do have to pay to participate in Loop, a figure that's said to be in the low six figures per company. In addition, the companies have to pay to redesign their packaging, which can cost another seven figures. Plus, TerraCycle themselves invested approximately $10 million into this project. Can you imagine if all the companies involved had instead donated that money to environmental organizations or to turn around their lobbying to instead get the government to implement stricter environmental regulations? Or if they'd put that money into helping small local businesses grow? What a better place the world would be. TerraCycle is also set to go public as a company and file an IPO when they reach $70 million in revenue, which kind of makes me question whether TerraCycle will stay as committed to their eco-values once they're controlled by stockholders. Don't get me wrong, I adore TerraCycle, 
and have purchased five different recycling boxes of theirs to have in my bestowed essentials store for customers to drop off items that aren't recyclable in this area. But learning that they're planning to go public makes me want to keep a closer eye on how they continue to conduct their business. And Loop's very business model encourages you to buy more to lower the cost of your order and qualify for free shipping. That totally defeats the whole refuse what you don't need, reduce what you buy aspect of the five R's of zero waste. And how environmentally friendly is the shipping? Is this going to be an Amazon Prime type thing where they're rushing your orders to you by airplane so that you get it super fast? Loop is being branded as the return of the milkman, but it's far from it. In my opinion, it's much more like Amazon. The milkman service was local. You knew your milkman. The milk came from a dairy just down the road where you could drive by and see the cows. You might have gone to church with the dairy farmer or your kids went to the same school as theirs. Or as April of Zero Waste Dork mentioned, your wife might have cheated on you with the milkman. Loop, which only offers big name brands, certainly isn't supporting small local businesses. In fact, it brings up the question of if Loop will actually harm small businesses and thus local economies as Amazon, Walmart, and other large companies have. I've heard that we need to give these big companies credit or else they won't do anything, but no, we don't. These solutions already exist and this ain't it. And the fact that they wouldn't do anything to be better without massive consumer demand just further highlights how much they truly don't care. These companies are only jumping on the eco bandwagon to make money. It's obvious that they aren't actually committed to making a real difference by the fact that they aren't doing anything about ensuring sustainability in their supply chain. They aren't fair trade certified. They're still using toxic ingredients. They're still using animal products and animal testing. They're still polluting our air, water, and soil. And, and this is a big one, they're still selling the exact same products in the original plastic packaging as they have been. Ben, oops, Loop is just another revenue stream for them. This isn't about protecting the environment and this certainly does not make up for their years and some of them decades of destroying the planet for their own profits. A well-known zero-waste influencer just posted her excitement about Loop on Instagram, saying that this is the future of zero-waste shopping, the start of circular systems, and that this is paving the way for smaller and more eco-brands in the future. As the owner of a small eco-brand, I respectfully disagree. My company, Bestowed Essentials, has only been around for two years, but there are small eco-businesses that have been fighting the good fight for decades. Loop isn't paving the way for us. We've already paved our own paths. We're in this because we genuinely care about what we're doing. What we're doing. We're constantly learning and striving to do better, to be better. I've literally depleted my life savings to get my business off the ground. I take a loss to put this podcast out there in hopes that it helps people make sustainable choices. I pay out of my own pocket to do my activism work. It's insulting, honestly, to the ethical brands already in existence who have been fighting for sustainability this whole damn time. The only real plus side I see to this is all the media attention Loop is getting so that people who'd never even thought of refillable products or why plastic is bad are now hopefully putting thought into it. Okay, now, how to take action so we can actually make a real difference. First and foremost, use this as another opportunity to talk to your friends, family, coworkers about packaging, about plastic pollution, about ethical products, about zero waste, etc. 
write to these big brands and tell them that this isn't enough. Tell them how you want them to do even better. Excuse me, that was a little burp. <laughs> when you need to buy something, if you're able to, support a small business, preferably one local to you too. Check out at Sustainable Sabs, who does a regular series on her Instagram um, called hashtag companies that actually give a shit, featuring, I love that hashtag, featuring minority-run, sustainably-focused small businesses. Contact your state and federal legislators, ask them to support stricter environmental regulations, lobby for health code changes so that we can bring our own containers to more grocery stores and restaurants, attend your city council meeting, and bring up the idea of a ban on things like styrofoam, plastic straws, or unrecyclable to-go cups, vote for politicians who truly prioritize people and planet over profit, organize a neighborhood cleanup, go to your kid's school and talk to their class about trash. I'll definitely be focusing more this year on the podcast about how we can all take action to make substantial changes, so stay tuned for that too. Now, I want to hear your thoughts about Loop. Do you think that this is a step in the right direction, or do you think it's actually taken away from the zero waste movement? Head on over to our online community to share your thoughts. Uh, just search Hippie Haven on Facebook and join our private group. As always, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you are in the market for ethical and eco-friendly home goods, visit my online shop at www.bestowedessentials.com. That is the best way to help me continue all the work I do. But also please share this podcast with someone you know who'd be interested in it. Share a link to my podcast or my shop on social media. Your support of any kind truly means the world to me. I'm on Instagram at a hippie in a van. Let's connect there. And in the meantime, have a great rest of your day.